Hey, what's up, good people? Welcome to another Fight Up KC episode. It's your host, Zeke Wanganga, and today with me, I have uh, another legend from Kansas City. Um, this lady, she has her own platform where she promotes black-owned businesses in Kansas City, and it's literally called Black-Owned Businesses. So, please make me, help me with welcome Miss Chelsea today. How you doing? Hey, how are you? Doing pretty good. It's, it's great to have you on the show. You've just been doing great things in Kansas City. Um, yeah. So for people who do not know who you are, just give them a brief, brief bio about yourself and how you got to where you are today. Yeah, so I'm Chelsea. I own KC Black Owned, where we strive to locate Black-owned businesses in the KCMO area, support them, and then continue that process with another Black-owned business. Um, we have been in the works um, since July of 2020. Um, right. We have definitely kind of just progressed um, quite quickly, if you will. Um, we're almost at 300 businesses in our directory. Um, and so there's a variety of categories from beauty to food trucks to professionals and services. Um, and we're definitely excited about our partnerships and connections that we have with um, throughout um, the KCMO area. Um, but yeah, that's kind of like who we are in total, um, who we'll become. You'll just have to wait and see and make sure you follow us. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm here all the way. Um, yeah. So I think my biggest question when I see this is, like, what really, what inspired you to be able to start this? But, like, what made you to say, you know what, we need a Black-owned business space in Kansas City? What, what, was, what was the inspiration behind that? Yeah, so the inspiration behind it happened last year. My husband and I, we were looking for a place to support, um, you know, everything with the George Floyd case and just the... Uh, disparities that were kind of more visibly seen in America. Um, I was like, okay, I know I can support by changing the way I spend my dollar. And so uh, my husband and I, we were looking for a place to support and the resources that we kind of went to um, didn't provide that immediate information that we needed. Um, And so, you know, my background in education you see a problem, you solve it. And so me being a problem solver, um, I just decided that I would find a way for millennials, which was the original um, audience, a way for millennials to have a way to access Black-owned businesses, um, fun, fast, and easy, easily. And so out of that kind of grew kind of like a one-stop shop um, Mm -hmm. is kind Mm -hmm. of how I would describe it. Um, And I think I have solved a lot of the community's problems not all of them, but just finding Black-owned businesses because we know, um, you know, that we are hard to find and making it easier, having kind of one place where they can come to locate those businesses has been helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because um, speaking of being able to find Black-owned businesses in Kansas City, like you said, it's really hard. Um, I was talking with a guest, I think it was last week, and he was telling me that when you Google, um, like, maybe a fast food joint or ready eat restaurants, you can probably, like, see, like, like, 10 corporations before you see a Black-owned business in Kansas City. And that's yeah. a problem, man. I feel, I feel like, you know, being able to locate where can I find Black-owned business, it's all, sometimes it's all talk. Like what happened in 2020, but putting the action is a whole other thing, right? Um, so give us a little bit, because I really want to know. So are you from Kansas City originally? No, I am not. Wow. Okay, so you're just like me. It's, <laughs> it's just like, most people have interviewed on my show, they're not from KC, but they just love Kansas City. So what yeah. is the story? How did you end up in Kansas City? Yeah, so I'm originally from North Carolina. I'm a Southern girl, so sometimes okay. I'll say, like, hey, y'all. And I definitely, you know, like my tea sweet, so being here in the Midwest is very different for me. Um, my husband's job brought us here, so um, we've been here since November 2019, and 
I think that I have spent my time well here. Um, I'm not interested at this time to move back. I love it here. I'm in the Midwest and the people here are awesome. And everyone just kind of rallies together behind a cause that they believe is important to them and they like don't let go. And I definitely like like that about, um, you know, where I am. Um, my education though is in education. Um, I'm working on a PhD right now. I should be finished in December. And so um, it's definitely kind of like, you know, these ebbs and flows where it's like, well, you're in entrepreneurship and business now when you spent kind of all your educational time um, in teaching. And so, um, but I see it as a, as a connecting point, you know, I'm, I also help black business owners with their social media platform. So I've done private coaching. Um, I'm, I'm finishing up an ebook right now on how to kind of use your Instagram as a way to boost sales, how to reach out to the particular audience that you're looking for. And so that has definitely been um, a way that I can kind of connect teaching, which is what I love to do, as well as entrepreneurship. Because like when you said, you know, people kind of, didn't they were just kind of talking about it and didn't really do anything about it this is definitely not a movement so casey black owned is not just gonna swindle away um this is definitely a lifestyle now so we talk about ways that you can support black owned businesses in your everyday life um and some people they take it one step at a time so whatever um end of the spectrum that you're on as long as you are continuing that um lifestyle change because lifestyle changes don't really happen overnight they do take time you have to kind of get into the groove of things to figure out what your family might need and then you can make changes um that way exactly wow um i mean just being able to i think for me um being the education side so when you say education do you teach like school at schools or what what sort of education are you on yeah so well i've done a plethora of things but i teach um like elementary um, for right now, but the hope is to move to the collegiate level um, or, you know, just do KC Black on full time. We'll have to wait and see. <laughs> <laughs> see, um, I just, I mean, also congrats on getting your PhD. Um, if we were in my studio, we would we have a toast to that because that's a huge deal. Oh, yeah. well, I do have water right here. You got something beside you? <laughs> I have to go get some water, man. I, I don't oh. have to here. <laughs> Getting your PhD and also being like, uh, you know, um, unexpectedly becoming a voice in Kansas City for Black-owned businesses, you know, yeah, your whole brand is all about being able to promote Black business in KC, and which is a huge deal. Um, now, with you doing this, what are some obstacles you think you've you've seen, or what are some things you've learned being able to start a page that is strictly for Black-owned businesses? Yeah, so you know, the obstacles that I run into. Um... Not as much as I thought I would, but definitely the naysayers, people who just believe that I'm doing something um, that's not for the betterment of the community. Um, And what I mean by that is, is that I've had someone tell me that I was racist before, and that is definitely not my background, not my intent. My intent is to make sure that we all um, recognize um, kind of the benefit that Black-owned businesses provide to communities, despite the type of people that live in those communities. And so just realizing that small businesses 
in addition to those Black woman-owned or, you know, man-owned, they really impact the environment and not just um, other types of businesses, but even Asian-owned or, you know, Hispanic-owned. We all kind of collectively help the community. It's not just one race. And so really broadcasting that and letting people know where these businesses are has been helpful because what research has shown is that Black-owned businesses are sometimes harder to find. Why? I'm glad you asked. Well, like me, I work a nine-to-five, so I'm not doing this full-time, so I might not have marketing or advertising that allows me to kind of catch those people who are just outside of my nine-to-five. Otherwise, research has shown that Black-owned business owners, they usually work for themselves. I'm a one-woman show. I'm your content creator. I scheduled this with you. So, like, it's just we don't have as many opportunities to um, hire employees. So, you're just kind of doing this. You're working. You're doing this. Some people might be mothers, um, husbands, wives. Like, you have other obligations. And so, that's just what makes it harder. Um, And so, some ways that I've tried to alleviate those obstacles because you don't want to just list obstacles back to back a way that I've tried to alleviate those obstacles is that when people um so whenever you're signing on to be a part of the directory you pay a listing fee and I use that listing fee to make partnerships and connections with advertising agencies so that people will know okay well we can go to Casey Black owned for a new food spot or I need my hair done. So I need to figure out which stylist I want to go to. So I try to help alleviate one of those burdens, which is definitely media. I'm sorry, not media marketing and advertising. So, you know, through social media, through billboards, we have about five right now, just continuously letting people know who we are because we're all kind of like a collected family. So I feel like I'm like the Lorax. I speak for the trees. I'm always out like, well, make sure you Um, check out Casey Black owned we have so and so many businesses or oh I had a lady I had a lady call me the other day and she said well I was looking at your directory but I need an electrician so I kind of use my resources to go and find that electrician for her so while we don't have everything on the list that I would hope for um, for it to be that one-stop shop there are ways that I can kind of communicate with other partners and agencies that we have communication with to help someone who really you know she was very like I know I can go to my usual but I really want to try to support the black community which I appreciate and so um, those are just kind of those small little moments where it makes me feel like what I'm doing is really impacting the community. Yes, yes. I mean, also, because um, I heard you speak of, and this is true, um, it's every Black-owned business, they are not, sometimes they're not even doing that full-time. They have other work that they do to be able to support what yeah. they do. And just like you said, you have a nine to five and you're still getting this business, you know, to be able to help other business grow, right? Um, mm-hmm. On that end, what do you think you struggle with most? I think if I could help, have, have help in this, it will help me go faster in what I do to make sure I have more businesses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's good. Because <laughs> you know, there's a lot of, and the only reason why I say that's good is because there's a lot of things I can think of. But mm-hmm. I think, um, I don't know. Let me, let me get back to you on that. That was a really good question. Yeah. Um, because you know, on one end you need capital. Exactly. Cool. And then on the, another end, you might need a person, but then you also are still gonna need capital. On the third end, you might want a space, but then you need capital to pay for that space. So it's exactly. it, it's kind of layered mm-hmm. um the needs of kind of what I need and I'm sure other black owned business owners need as well. 
Yeah. And with you getting like, because I know you've got ha had like so much, um, you know, response with the media and being on like having articles. Is that overwhelming for you? Was it expected or how do you think that has helped your business so far? Well, you know, originally when we started in um, July of 2020, I didn't get very many media opportunities. I think it was when um, we connected with Casey Streetcar and we had a banner on the streetcar. That's when kind of more um, opportunities for talking with me and other business owners kind of increased. Um, so, so to me, that proves to, I hope to the community that I'm not here to do this for like the fun, the fashion and all of that. It, it's like, I could have done this without anybody knowing who I was, if that makes sense. Because yeah. in the beginning I was behind the scenes. I just wanted people to have the resource. And now when people kind of associate, Oh, Chelsea, um, with Casey Black on, and I'm fine with that because I, I own it. And this is my brand. This is my baby. And so, um, now kind of the, the questions and how did you get started and what are you doing um, have come about just because of the impact I think that it has brought to different communities in KC. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, now, because I know that for me, the reason why I ask you all this question is because I really love what you're doing and I really want to be yeah, able to thank see you. Because um, the one thing is, it's easy when people see your articles and they say, man, this is huge. No one knows when you're working in the background, right? No one knows yeah. how much work you put it in to get to where you are today. Um, on that same note, um, kind of tell us, like, what is one risk or, like, one big risk you took in, in, in the start of your business or being able to get to where you are? They think that, that could have taken me out, but it didn't take me out, but I'm here where I am today. Mm. Mm I think this journey into motherhood, um, I don't know if you have children or not, but yeah. I okay. all right. So let me tell you, you got to be there for your wife because that first trimester. So, okay. Um, I got pregnant back in July. And so mm -hmm. before that I would post kind of all the time, every day, all day, kind of on a consistent basis. And then um, once I got pregnant and, you know, was kind of ill and all of that, um, it slowed me down a little bit. Um, and so really trying to reshape and refocus, yes. um, what, what Casey Blackcomb will look like in addition to motherhood, in addition to pregnancy, in addition to taking care of my family, it allowed me kind of to do like some thinking, which I think is important for a black business owner to do, even mm -hmm. if you're not black, important for a entrepreneur to do because you always need to go back to square one okay let's see what we got going on you got to kind of be strategic and have like those um plans that will help you continue to catapult forward and so I think I've um found a, a helpful balance that will kind of sustain me from not being overworked or overwhelmed um but I think that could have taken someone out because it's, they could have said oh okay well now I'm a mom I need to just focus on that where you can you know a great part I enjoy about being a woman is that we can do all things. We are great multitaskers. Um, and so this is just an additional layer to who I am as Chelsea, who I am as a woman. And, um, you know, I'm ready for that challenge. So mm -hmm. I think that would be mm -hmm. kind of difficult, but you know, yes, yes. Right along. Well, I mean, have you ever told this? Cause I, this is an, I never, I've never heard this, this story before. Cause I never, I didn't know that you were pregnant while you were starting your business. Cause I, I think yeah. that is even harder. That's what like, 
being pregnant and also starting the, your baby. It's like you're carrying two babies at the same time, right? I know, yeah. <laughs> it's more time consuming. So, um, and I, I, the reason why I ask you that is I really want to help people understand the back end of what you do, right? Where yeah. it, it wasn't easy at the start, but now you're like reaping the fruit. You're like, you know, it, it was worth it. Um, now, t- tell us this. Um, your business is called Black Owned. Now, what is important? Because I know there are going to be some hitters out there going to say, like you said already, someone called you racist. Like, mm-hmm. what is the importance of having your brand called Black Owned Businesses in Kansas City? Yes. So the name of the brand is KC Black Owned. Um, and I think one of the stipulations that people get confused with is that it's only for um, like Kansas City, Kansas, whereas it's just it's Lee Summit, it's Raytown, it's Independence, it's Olathe, it's Wichita, like it's, it's just that whole spectrum of um, Kansas and Missouri. Um, people that are, or business owners that are in our directory, we kind of call them like, um, hello, KCBO family, we're just like tight knit and we try to really work together and not separate it. Um, but KC Black owned is definitely one that could be mimicked in other cities. Um, because I don't, I don't know what this might look like in Chicago or New York, but if this is the start, that's great. We're here in Kansas city. Let's start it and let's, um, continue it in other cities so that all black business owners can be, you know, um, supported. Yeah. Awesome. I mean, um, cause the reason, uh, why I asked also I, I'll, is because, Kansas City Black owned gives Black people, Black businesses the chance to be able to be seen. And because yeah. I, I feel like most um, Black owned businesses don't even have the finance to be able to do all the marketing and advertising, but they need to yeah. showcase themselves out there. So what you're doing is really important, being able to give them that platform to be able to say, hey, if you're looking for someone, I got a guy who got a guy who knows someone. Yeah. Right. So like you're the, you're the hookup basically and helping all these businesses. So, um, but it's, it's great what you're doing and I really appreciate it. Um, so for you personally, because 2020, when the George Floyd thing happened, um, for me, because I'm an immigrant, I'm from Nigeria. So mm-hmm. seeing that happen, it was, it was, for me, like it was like the first time I've experienced something like that happened before. Mm-hmm. But now when I watch the news, I watch like, you know, documentaries and I've seen like, this happens almost every single year. And every year it's like, it's a new thing. Like, like they don't understand like, oh, this is, oh, this is happening um, to you. What do you, what does that tell you, you know, being able to see this happen every single year and be like, they think it's not, every time they're surprised that it's happening, right? Yeah. What is your, what is your on that? Well, I don't have very many views on that. I am not political at all, but I will say that, you know, we don't want history to repeat itself. Mm -hmm. And I think kind of my drive and passion from last year, like, okay, enough is enough. Let's switch up the way we use our black dollar, Mm -hmm. because I feel like our black dollar um, standing alone can be very loud. And so if we use our black dollar in a way that supports our community um, and continue to rally together and not be apart, I don't know if that's going to cure it all, but I know that's a start. And so, like I said, no matter what's part of the spectrum that you're on making this lifestyle change, let's just continue to work together and let's take one step, like just one step at a time um, and try to, to make changes so that our communities can be seen in a different way, talked about in a different way on the news in a different way. Like we just got to work together. Awesome. 
I mean, I, I think that's important. We don't want history to repeat itself. We, we need yeah. to get better. And also hold people accountable. We'll say that we're going to do something about things and make them make sure they do things and change. Um, that's right. But now um, talking about, you know, your business and talking about you, um, what is what is the, the future goal? What do you what do you see yourself do? What is you, you see your business get into in like, say, five years from now? What is the vision? Yeah. Yeah. So Casey Black and we are definitely growing. Um, this is like a newborn baby. Um, we in the future will have workshops to support black owned business owners with grant writing or um continuing to um, help them in their marketing and advertising, um, continuing to strengthen our partnerships with the community and other agencies um, that are very vital to the work that Black business owners do on a daily. Um, Hopefully have a space for like a hub where maybe if you want to come and apply for a job, you can come into our facility, apply for a job, and we get you connected with a Black business owner in that uh, particular field. Or maybe you just need a space to come and do your content creation for your social media. So just think, just kind of like a, if the directory now is this kind of one-stop shop, not not um, putting that to the side, but continuing it and perfecting it, maybe new technology. The website now by no means is perfect, but it it does what it needs to do for now. But of course you wanna make sure that you're always keeping up with the latest technology. How can we improve certain measures? Um, so that's kind of like the direction that we're going into. Um, and even, I know you asked me about five years, but what has happened to us in one year, I sort of don't try to say, well, in five years, we're going to do this. In 10 years, we're going to do that because I can have one conversation with a community partner and then boom, it happens. And it's like, oh, okay. So I just have like kind of a list of things that I hope for and desire. And then I don't really put a time limit on it because I know that I'm so well connected and people kind of are supportive on on both ends Mm -hmm. that it can happen overnight. Awesome. Awesome. Um, now, uh, uh, this is going to be the second to last question. Um, Mm -hmm. what is for you, um, what do you, what would you say to someone out there, like a business owner or someone who's starting something and they don't know if it's going to work, but they believe that maybe one day, but they're struggling. What would you say to them? Go ahead and get started. Mm. Go ahead and get started. Um, when I started, I, I had people, you know, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? Who are you? Um, but you just keep going. You got to make sure you understand your why and keep that resonated in your heart. Know that whatever you have to offer, the community needs it. So if that gift is in you, you need to exemplify that gift, show that gift off, let people know you have that gift because there is um, someone out there that might be looking for you and we need to see who you are. Um, I have also helped business owners get started, whether that's with their, um, their Instagram page. Um, I'm not like a graphic artist, but I can get you connected. So if you feel weary, you don't know where to start, let's have a conversation. Um, cause that can all talking with someone else can also help you kind of get it out and figure out which way you want to go. And so email me at Gmail. And I can, you know, set up a time for us to meet and just get you started. But don't not start. The time is now. Yeah. No more waiting. The time is now. Get started. <laughs> do it. Just do it. Just um, do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, final question. Um, so tell tell us this. This is this is a this is a really for me personally. It's, it's going to be an important important question for me. Um, so you being um, a business owner uh, personally. Sorry, let me see. 
So you be the business owner. What do you think or who do you think has been the biggest inspiration for you um, without even maybe you being conscious of it or you know, conscious of this has been someone who you've seen what they do and inspired you to say, I can do, I can do something like that. I can do more than that or something like that. I think it's just looking at all of the other small business owners, like the small uh, black business owners. And now that I'm going into this um, phase of motherhood, looking at the women who are um, doing this while taking care of their husband, while making sure the kids are fed, while going to work, it's definitely an inspiration. And I don't think that they might even know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just watching and looking at uh, whenever we have pop-ups and such, I watch the women and the men just kind of unpack their stuff, get ready, interact with customers and be in kind of sometimes heat, um, but still keep a smile on their face. And so just really observing other um, small business owners live in action um, really motivates me to kind of keep press to keep pressing forward um, and know that I have that same strength within me as well when times get hard. <laughs> Awesome. I mean, that's inspiration. Like getting your inspiration for from other people. Um, yeah. Now, finally, how can people get in contact with you? Yeah, so they can get in contact with me two different ways. You can go to our Instagram page, which is KC Black Owned, KC, and then Black B L A C K Owned O W N E D. Or so you can send me a DM through there. Make sure you follow us. Okay. So, but also, you can get in contact with me through Gmail. Um, we we have a lot of people that contact us that way um and or you can fill out a contact form on our website so that's actually three ways to get in contact with me and then someone will be with you awesome awesome now we've we've come towards the end of the show but let's do this one last session we'll call it fast five but for the kid but for the uh for the for the time being because we're gonna go Mm -hmm. watch chief's game chief's gonna come it's already on right now so we gotta go watch yeah i'll ask you three questions um first question drake or kanye uh drake <laughs> drake yeah so second question name all the all the top of your off the top of your head five five businesses that you have in mind right now in kansas city off the top of your head five businesses. okay Kyrie's creation um the black pantry right. intelligent designs kenny right. ellison he's a photographer and her perspective photography oh that that one was easy <laughs> I gotta. I have to test you because you're a black business. You gotta do at least five of your. Yeah. Head. <laughs> yeah, that's easy. Finally, what is your prediction for today's game, Chiefs game? Oh, I think this is gonna be a blowout. Chargers didn't do that well last week, so I think the Chiefs are gonna get get what they need to get done. What number would you say? Because I want to. Because I'm gonna post this. In, I'm like, I, I'm gonna. Oh. Let's see how much you, how close you think. Well, what numbers? What do you mm, do? I've never done this before. I don't know. I would say. 21 to 3. I don't know. <laughs> Good. Let's see what happens. If they, if they're right. But anyway, thank you, Chelsea. Okay. Bye. I had a great time talking with you. But um, well, I will for, for those who's watching, you know, you know what to do. I put a link in the description. Go and follow her and support what she's doing. But again, thank you for coming on and uh let's get the convention going. <laughs>